Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a topic that is solely responsible for your success and progress. And as we step into the first Sunday of the new year, I wanted to bring up some various different topics this January that are going to help fuel what you want to change in your own life. And this podcast is inspired by a chapter in a book that Stephen Barlett wrote, and it discusses the internal and external locus of control. And I kind of say the um, loco or loca locus of control because we can kind of get crazy within the, the dynamic of the internal locus of control and external locus of control. And we are essentially avoiding responsibility um, to some extent. Now, we'll dive into this a little bit deeper, but I'm sure many of you have been um, around people who are like, I'm so pissed because of this, and it's going to cause this, right? And instead of, you know, looking at the circumstance and taking responsibility for your portion of the problem... It is always a projection that it's something outside themselves that happened that either was a detriment to their success or their progress or was a challenge to their success or their progress. Now, when we look at the science behind this, we are looking at what it means to be internally driven, right? And to take responsibility and know that you are actually... Um, co-creating with the universe, whereas you could also take the stance of saying, you know, everything that happens to me is because of the circumstances around me. And that is more of an external um, kind of thought process with, um, with the, the, the progress of your own success. Sorry, I was getting, I was trying to lower the baby monitor here because I hear it buzzing. All right. So when we like take this into consideration in our own lives, we have to look at, again, like I said before, our portion of the problem. So when you begin to accept responsibility for how you feel and how you feel is you and not anything that is around you, you begin to reclaim your power back, right? Because you recognize that your reaction to something is essentially your problem. It's not that the external issue caused it, but you chose to act like that. You chose to react like that. And the more that you allow yourself to accept responsibility for how you feel, and the more that you begin to tune into yourself and again, analyze your portion and your contributions to the particular situation, challenge, or problem, then you feel less 
emotionally reactive and you feel as though, okay, I'm upset and I am angry. Why? Go deeper. And then let's say just for an example, let's say you, and and the example that he gives in the book is, and this has happened to me many times before, maybe the example is, is you haven't gotten paid and you've sent invoices to various different companies and you haven't gotten paid yet. And it's frustrating. Well, what can you do to the documents? How can you make it more professional? How can you put a due date? How can you, um, you know, remind them say like after after 30 days like let's say if you say payment due in 30 days submit it again maybe add you know a charge for late late payments on the invoice if if not paid within 30 days additional hundred dollar charge okay so when we look at the problem let's say not getting paid how can we can't keep our own responsibility and accept our own responsibility for perhaps not getting paid in some way, shape or form. Okay. And acknowledge that, accept that, accept that. Okay. Like I made myself upset. I created this whirlwind of emotion within myself. Now, how can I figure it out? Okay. And when we look at the locus of control, as I mentioned before, you know, this is either, you know, an internal locus of control or an external locus of control. So when we look at the internal locus of control, this is um, somebody who's more likely to take responsibility for their actions, somebody who tends to be less influenced by the opinions of other people. Um, They often do better when tasks allow them to do things at their own pace. They usually have a strong strong sense of self and self-efficiency. They tend to work hard to achieve things that they desire. They feel confident in the face of challenge. They tend to be physically healthier, report being happier and more independent, and often achieve greater success in the workplace and in their lives, okay? Now, the external locus of control can be defined as blaming outside forces for their circumstances, saying it's fate or luck, often crediting luck or chance for any success. Um, They don't believe that they can change their situation through their own efforts and frequently feel hopeless or powerless in the face of difficult situations and are also more prone to experiencing um, learned helplessness and when we when we look at this most people are a balance between two but some people might be a little bit more heavily focused on the external or heavily focused on the internal and when we look at this it is essentially our mechanism um, in defending ourselves, right? And the science says we're attacking our chance of happiness and success as well as progress. If you believe you have control and responsibility over what happens in your life, you have what psychologists refer to as this internal locus of control. You believe that you have, you know, um, the ability to change. You have the ability to control yourself and how you react and you accept your responsibility and you take action. If you believe you have no control over what happens to the external variables in your life, then you often revert to blaming, criticizing, or judging. And you have what's known as an external locus of control, right? And your locus of control is, you know, sometimes controlling the show, right? And then it can make you crazy, right? It can make you loca or loco. 
And it can influence not only how you respond to events that, that are going on in your life, but also how it motivates you, right? And how it motivates you to take action when it matters most. And this is a very important aspect to be discussing because, you know, think about it like this. Like if you write a book, you're like, I wrote that book, right? If you're a millionaire, I became a millionaire. But let's say, and you know, we're just, we're just putting this out there as examples, right? Let's say you're heavily overweight. We don't want to accept responsibility for that. We want to put it on something else outside of ourselves, right? Maybe, um, you, you really want to go to the gym, but don't go to the gym and you're like, Oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. You like to put something on something else outside of you to blame. Right. And this podcast here is like, let's begin to awaken to the aspects of ourselves that we need to improve. And what is the weakest link that we are carrying within ourselves that we can improve and we can become aware of and begin to read who we are to expand and to better ourselves and to bring more success, more progress, more abundance in our lives by by accepting and, and taking responsibility. And that is the hardest part for some people, right? Is like accepting responsibility. It's always pointing outside. It's the president. It's the government. It's my boss. It's my girlfriend or boyfriend. But really, we need to hit, hit like the pause button for a second and take a look within and ask ourselves, why are we feeling this way? Why are we projecting? Let's say our partner doesn't do X, Y, and Z and it really frustrates us. Well, are you also doing it? Right? How are you doing it? Have you expressed that you wanted them to do it? Or do you just automatically um, say like, okay, I'm going to do it and take a, assume the, re- the responsibility. If you don't want the responsibility or you don't want 100% of the responsibility, then why don't you say, hey, listen, when I'm doing laundry, I really need your help because I really hate laundry. This is what I told my husband. I was like, I really hate laundry. Like, y'all, like I will, I will tumble clothes in the dryer five or six times before I pull that shit out and start folding it. But now that there's, there's four of us here in the family on top of dogs who use sheets and blankets, okay, it, I have to do laundry every single day. And I told my husband, I'm like, listen, like, I, I, like, for whatever reason, laundry rubs me of my happiness. I need your help. I need you to help me fold. I need you to help me, you know, put things away when I do it. And he's like, all right, no problem. So actually last night we had like four loads of laundry that needed to be, that needed to be folded. And him and I did it together. And we were talking during that time and we put all our clothes away and, you know, it's not as heavy of, of a burden on me, but I have to accept responsibility, right? And say like, I know that I have to do this. I know that this needs to be done for the family. And if I know, and if I'm responsible for saying like, Hey, I don't really like this. How can I fix this? Then I need to have a conversation with somebody, or maybe it's you, the need for, for action, another form of action. Like for instance, editing, uh, an invoice or, you know, analyzing your productivity market, analyzing your income, um, managing your money. What part of your life do you want to see positive and successful happenings happen? And ask yourself what can be done in order to see that happen from your perspective. Don't say, oh, I don't have money. I, I can't make any more money. I'm stuck here making this kind of money. That is bullshit. 
I'm literally calling you out on your bullshit because I've personally done it. I was a, a nurse, right? Making X amount of dollars. I started investigating. I'm like, how can I make more money an hour? I found a job that made more money an hour and gave me the liberties that I wanted so I didn't have to work weekends, holidays, or hurricanes. And then I was like, I want to pursue my passion and I want to be able to, to make money anywhere. And I want to teach yoga and I want to incorporate all these woo-woo things that I have going on and be supported by the universe, whether that be energetically or through my business. But when you're driven and drawn to the things of your heart and you listen to your heart, your heart knows a better way. Your logical mind has been programmed by society, okay, and by your experiences. It's not technically from the universe. And if you want to connect this to something that's a little bit more tangible, it's like look at nature. Nature just fucking grows. It doesn't matter how it's growing. It just grows where it is, right? It doesn't have to think about it. It doesn't have to worry about it. It doesn't have to worry about money, housing, finances, whatever. It just is. It figures it out as it goes, right? We, on the other hand, have been programmed that you have to do these set things. You have these various different timelines and it's false, right? You have the capacity to create whatever you desire in your life as long as you assume responsibility, okay? And it's time to assume the responsibility, y'all. It's time to assume the responsibility. Now, um, how can we allow ourselves to, to make this happen? And how, how does this affect us? Well, 99% of the harm is caused in your head, okay, by you and your thoughts. Whatever issues and shit that you have going on in your head, it's 99% you. It's either you going on an additional tangent that doesn't exist and that you keep replaying in your head, or it's, part, it's a part of your, your, you know, your happenings and your actions that have evolved into what it is. And it's really hard for people to, to swallow that, right? Because again, people are so ready to accept responsibility for the positive things in their life, but not so much the negative. And that's like, y'all, you got to, you, we have got to wake up to that. You know, like we like to put the blame on everything else when things aren't going our way, instead of taking a moment to ask ourselves what part we play in it. Okay, one percent of the harm is caused by reality, what actually happens and the outcome. Okay, but most of the time, the problem isn't the problem. It's the way you think about the problem. It's the way that you interact with that problem. It's the it's the way in which that problem kind of unfolds for you in your own perspective and in your own mind. I apologize if you could hear my dogs. They're outside and they're they're big, big, big dogs. And sometimes they they like to be vocal. All right. So taking that into consideration, like we have to, to ask ourselves, like, where, where do we stand in this and what parts of our lives, um, does this, does this frequency or this energy exist, right? Where can we assume responsibility? Where can we take charge and say, okay, I'm responsible for my, for my own life. I'm responsible for everything that's happened in my life thus far, right? To some capacity. Now, I want to change this department. How can I change it? I want to change this department. How do I change that? And so on and so forth. Now, here's the interesting thing, and I'm going to get a little political on here. Uh, like on here um, and there, there's a reason to it, okay? So um, I don't typically like talking about politics here, but I think it really does apply when we're discussing the internal and external locus, and you'll see why here. Um, but... This is, you know, obviously considering like who I am and what I do and it's not always a very uh, touchy subject. I, it, I mean, it is very, it is a very touchy subject, um, but 
I want to kind of just bring to light certain things. So currently now in, in politics, we have obviously the left and the right. And when we look at the, um, the left, they're very vocal. They're very outspoken, um, which is great. You know, we need a voice, right? Whereas the right, um, are typically equally as passionate, but less overtly vocal. Now, do you have a little bit of those that aren't as vocal within each polarity? For sure. Okay. Now, this is, you know, interesting because I, I grew up liberal. Like I went to high school and I was a liberal and I was very much left leaning. But you know, what's interesting is that I feel like I was made to think that way. I remember like being in school and people asking like my stance, are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? Are you a liberal? Blah, 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 blah. Are you independent? And I had to register to vote at a young age. And dude, I really didn't know a hundred percent about what the fuck it all meant. I just knew that I had to make a stance and it reminded me of how when a baby is born, you automatically put a race to the baby, you put a label on the baby, um, and it's just almost like um, the social imprinting that ends up happening at a young, young time where perhaps you you may not 100% really understand it, right? And it's it's very interesting because a lot of the friends that, that I, that I have are very liberal, um, and they're, you know, you know, Democrats or some of them are, are, are Republicans as well. But, you know, here's the thing, whatever your stance is, is beautiful. Okay. Whatever your stance is, is beautiful. However, what I do want to bring to light is that the left tendent, like the left have a tendency to grab a hold of this sense of of avoiding responsibility um, and blame. And sometimes it could be a bit narrow-minded, right? And the implied narrative that all rich people are undeserving, evil, selfish, and lucky is not true, okay? Now, the implied narrative that, you know, hard work doesn't matter at all and that your circumstances are entirely the consequences of the government, whether that be good or bad, and the narrative that if the, a conservative right or left-leaning political party is in power, that we're all fucked, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not valid, right? It's not valid. And we all know it's not valid, right? Because I think at this point in the game, we found out that government is very sneaky, that they're only telling us, you know, a small portion of the pie. And it's really sad to see the the... the the discrimination and the shit talking for people who just want to have different views, right? And that is like what they believe and that is their stance, okay? And I'm kind of like bothered a bit by these narratives because they're very binary and it's the same, it's the, it's the exact thing that the left doesn't want, right? The left doesn't want any discrimination for, for sexual orientation or whatever other beliefs um, and things they they strive so desperately to to be against within the discrimination of society. Um, I do believe that our society needs to offer everyone a safety net. I definitely believe that they do need to have taxes, all right? And perhaps we need to refocus and reanalyze their their stance on healthcare and how it's run. 
but I can't sign up to the narratives that this external happening is is kind of avoiding the accountability right and it's 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 kind of victimizing right if it feels like they're holding on to this sense of being a victim and that's not the case right and we have to take into consideration that someone who indulges in irrational blame and evades personal responsibility, the science would suggest that, you know, I would not be happy. Love would be harder to find. And professional success would be more difficult than it is already. So when you have these kind of narratives and when you are projecting these kinds of happenings to an external force and you don't accept the responsibility, your, your overall feeling and, and interaction with life in general is very low, but low vibrational, meaning you kind of, you, you kind of don't have a drive. You don't have that motivation. You don't have that ambition to be self-driven, to inquire about yourself, to listen and, um, accept yourself and accept responsibility. Okay. So when people ask me like, so what am I like, what's my stance? Um, you know, I probably, you know, would in most people's eyes be, you know, considered to be a Republican. But again, I don't agree with all the things the Republican party agree with. And I'm totally fine with being in between, right? Because then that inherently removes those binary boxes that we are so desperately trying to, to break down. I have my own views. I have my own opinions. So do you, regardless of whether you are with the left or the right. But here's the thing. If we're all really being honest with ourselves, we all desire not to have these labels. We all desire not to be labeled because guess what happens when we're labeled? We end up accepting that label as our own, right? And that's not necessarily a good thing. But what is a good thing is that we are accepting, right? And what the world needs more now is not these binary complex problems, you know, heightened that creates more separation, but we need more unity, right? It's not like the police versus the people, the black versus the white, the left versus the right, women versus men, poor versus rich. This is less effective, right? This isn't for forward progress, right? And what the government is so scared of is that all of us wake up to this fact and realize that they've forced political parties in order for us to become separated, in order for us to be divided. Because if we are divided, we cannot conquer, right? Think about a marriage. Think about the husband and the wife. Husband and the wife can agree to disagree, can accept one another's differences and raise a family, a healthy family, right? They can, they can, you know, grow and expand as individuals and as a unit. Now imagine if that marriage is very, very, very tumultuous and chaotic, argumentative, heavy, constantly putting the blame on one another. Oh, it's your fault. Oh no, it's your fault. Oh no. What do you really truly think that they're going to get anything done? No. 
So we got to look at ourselves and the part we play within ourselves, but also the part we play within society and the external. Because I've mentioned this before that the inner worlds and the external worlds are in constant communication with one another, right? So when you have that internal conflict or blame, that's what you're going to see around you. That's what you're going to experience around you. So I apologize if I ruffled any feathers with that whole political stance, but I think we can all agree that the separation is not going to bring us any closer. What's going to bring us closer is acceptance, regardless of whether or not you agree. Agree to disagree. Say, you know what? I don't agree with that. That is not my stance, but I'm okay with that being your stance. That's like arguing with somebody about their religion and you're trying to force them to believe what you believe. It's just not possible. And why would you want to? Why do you want to waste your energy that you could use to actively work on yourself and take responsibility for yourself, forcing somebody to have a view of like your personal view or see things differently? Be okay with where people are at without having to change them. Accept them for who they are. That is what we need more of, right? And not only that, but also the ability to accept responsibility for our own lives, for our own action, and stop blaming external forces. You know, it's easy to, to, to blame your husband or your wife. It's easy to blame the government. It's easy to blame your boss. It's easy. It's harder to look at yourself. And you know what? It's very confronting. And it's uncomfortable for some. But that's a part of the work. And you know what? Unfortunately, society has, has kind of brought us to feeling, you know, and, and kind of told us that we need to focus on outside of ourselves instead of inside of ourselves. Look at the news. It's all about what's going on around you. Nothing about what's going on in you. No new news about like scientific research about how the mind works and how the power of positive thinking or what happens to your organs during certain you know, emotional happenings or traumas and dramas. There's none of that. If there was a news channel, which by the way, if anyone wants to take that and run with it, please do because I feel like that would really, really change the world. Instead of doing like this, this newscast station, it would be like inner news or whatever. Maybe somebody could do it on the internet and it would be information and news about inner self and how that works and what's going on within our bodies, right? Because then we would have a better understanding as to what's going on around us. Like what we are feeding ourselves through the external is feeding our internal. And how are we feeding our internal? Most of us aren't. Most of us aren't enough as we are feeding the external parts of who we are. I hope this podcast served you. If you could please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. I love the little community that we've built. And I continue to love to get and receive your messages with regards to these podcasts. And if you or someone you know, you think that they would be an awesome guest on this podcast, please contact me. I would love to hear from them and have a chat with them and see if we can get something going here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much.